Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. As always, we appreciate you folks dropping by. And we have a sizzling hot draft prospect guest on the program this afternoon. He hails from Florida State. It's the seminal standout tight end. He was at the Tropical Bowl doing his thing, and he did it so well that he got the bump up and the invite to play at the NFL PA Bowl. And I'm going to take a quote from Draft Vogel, John Vogel. We all know of him. This is what he said about today's guest. Florida State tight end Cameron McDonald will not play in the Tropical Bowl tomorrow. He is on his way to Los Angeles to play in the NFL PA Bowl. Absolutely dominant at this event. Looks the part of an NFL guy. Cameron, fabulous job. How's the day treating you today, my friend? Man, it's been a phenomenal day. I've had a phenomenal week down here at the Tropical Bowl. I just want to give a shout-out to the Tropical Bowl people because, you know, they believed in me since the season. I just I talked to the directors of the game today, and they just uh, – they had my they they gave me their full support and you know going out and trying to put on a show at the NFL PA Bowl and the Tropical Bowl was a wonderful event. I love spending time in Orlando and I'm excited for this process. I appreciate you too as well, Bo. Well, we appreciate you having on. So uh, I always like to go back to the Pop Warner Pee Wee days. I mean, was Cameron McDonald the best athlete on the field from day one? Were you that little kid just basically put it in your hands and you were off for six points? It's actually interesting that you asked me that, too, because I definitely wasn't. It was a process, man, getting to this point, because it was like a daily grind. Every day I had to get better. But back then is was a time when I fell in love with the game. And my Pop Warner Pee Wee days, they treated me well. And I wasn't the best player on the team, but that's when I learned uh, hard work is the places where you want to go. So it wouldn't have been – without those experiences, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in today. Fair enough. So uh, I, I like – we kind of got to go through the process uh, – different positions growing up, and, and how do you kind of end, end up becoming a tight end? Yeah, so when I initially started playing football, I was playing defensive end, but I was a must-play guy. Like I said, like I was the guy who they tried to – they used to have to try to get the 10 plays a game, and then as time went on, I got better and better. And then when I was in the eighth grade, I was playing receiver, and when I enrolled into Long Beach Poly High School, my head coach, Antonio Pierce, was like, listen, man, you're not going to play receiver. You're going to play tight end for us. And it's been a wrap ever since. I think my uh, my general, like, acceptance of the position and right when he told me I was kind of off for it, that kind of let me know from right away that I was I was supposed to be a tight end. And uh, I'm happy to be playing this position now just because of the versatility that I can bring to an NFL roster. And, you know, I'm excited. And you should be excited. This is a fabulous time. And, and I'm not going to lie to you, Cameron. Uh, I mean, 
this is you know this. I'm not telling anybody out there listening or you, but I mean, this is the critical time, and you you got the arrows pointing exactly where you want them. Um, talking to you prior to us going live, I mean, you talked about your excitement and how focused you on really, really dominating as we move forward, and and you just got the right mindset and just and keep grasp of that as we continue through this draft process. So, uh, for you, when do you kind of get the sense that what you have? on a Saturday afternoon playing at Florida State can get you this opportunity? Because you know as well as anybody, you could arrive there on campus and maybe you never become the guy that they envision you to be. But that was not the case. You became that guy, and now you're here in this position. But for you personally, when did you really know that you had the NFL moxie, I guess, to kind of take this to the next level? Well, I believe that the Seminole Head logo represents a lot. So if you ever do have an opportunity to start at that university – you kind of have the NFL draft makeup kind of written all over you because of what that university represents, not only for college football, but just football in general, just because you got to look at the names who have rolled through that program from Deion Sanders to Charlie Ward to Peter Ward. These are all people who played at the next level. And then you got to go to all-time all-pros like Anquan Bolden. So as soon as you get the opportunity to start there, that's when you kind of feel like, okay, maybe I am cut out for this. But then when as time progressed and I see myself getting better and, you know, thriving in the program and my teammates were voting me into leadership positions and, you know, just as time progresses, like I said, the day-to-day grind, I see myself getting better. About halfway through my time at Florida State, I was like, you know what, I really think I can take it to the NFL. I have belief that I can play in the NFL even in high school too because the high school that I play for has so much NFL pedigree. We have the most professional sports athletes ever and the second most players in the NFL of all time. So it's like there's something in the walls at Long Beach Poly High School that just propels people into the NFL. Being a standout there and then going to Florida State and being and managing, always had this ultimate faith in myself. And then the people who are in my corner – you know, the Willie McGinnis, uh, the Juju Smith-Schusters, the Antonio Pierce, all people with NFL pedigree who believe in me and believe that I can do it. T.J. Kuzmazada, I mean, the list goes on and on. So when those people have the belief in me, it kind of instilled my uh, belief in myself, and that's kind of when I knew I could do it. Wonderfully said. Once again, Cameron McDonald here on the C2P. If you folks ever miss any of these podcasts in their entirety, you know, Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available to download and listen to at your leisure. So everybody that comes on this program, I ask this question, and this is your show, and we want those NFL guys, if they're listening in, to hear it from you. What do you think are your hallmark home run abilities? What are those characteristics of your game that's going to scream off the film where these teams are going to want to bring you aboard that coveted 53-man roster, Cameron? I just have dynamic playmaking ability at the tight end position. And I mean that humbly, but I just really know what I can do. I'm a matchup problem when it comes to second-level blocking and even blocking in line and on the perimeter. I can kind of push DBs around, and I'm a big, longer guy, so it's harder for linebackers to get around me. But then when it comes to receiving the football, I really do feel like I have elite traits at the position, just short area quickness, the ability to get off the line of scrimmage and make contested catches, a big body to send over the middle. Uh, I can – I see players like Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and what they can do on Sundays, and I just know that my skill set perfectly fits into what those teams are asking them to do. And then I'm the type of guy that's going to be a four-core special teamer. Like, I'm definitely a team's guy. I can run on, I can run down on punt, punt return, kickoff and kickoff return and make immediate impact in those areas just because of my ability to run and tackle and run and block and set up angles. So I just know that I'm going to be able to spin into an NFL team's organization and be a company guy and, 
not somebody that goes against the grain and just does things the right way. Cameron, now I know I know the first thing you got to do is get into the National Football League, but uh, the way you sound and the way you come across and your voice, I think you have a broadcasting career. Have you ever thought about that at all? I definitely have thought about that, and the people in my life who are actually, you know, have broadcasting careers like TJ Hushmazada, Willie McGinnis, and Antonio Pierce, you know, the list goes on. So I would like to, uh, you know, potentially have a broadcasting career. I've been building a journalism portfolio during my time at FSU, just writing articles here and there. So when it is time, but right now my focus is football and just (laughs) trying to make the most of my career while I'm here. Yeah, and you are making the most out of it. If you guys caught in the show late and you're just catching up, um, Cameron was at the Tropical Bowl. He's still down there in Orlando, but he played so well during the week that he got also invited to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl out in uh, Los Angeles. So it's a very busy week, and we really appreciate you, Cameron, taking some time within all this good stuff, but in terms of the busyness of your life to take some time. Uh, We talked about what teams are going to love. What goes unnoticed? Um, You mentioned the team leadership. Um, You could have been a team captain. Film junkie, weight room warrior, great in the community. Maybe something the Seminoles offense, uh, the the scheme didn't allow you to showcase certain skills. Again, these guys listen in. What do they need to know that they may not technically see on film, but you know that it's there and it's something that they can count on? I think something that shows up that's not on film is just the – my availability. The best ability is availability. And through five seasons at Florida State, I managed to play in every single game that I was a part of except one. And that was the, my, the very first game my true freshman year we played Virginia Tech. That was the only game at Florida State where I didn't play any snaps. And ever since then, for five seasons and three seasons as a starter, and, you know, I spent two seasons starting on special teams, I didn't miss a game at Florida State. And that's, that's a long time. I didn't have any significant injuries. And I could really just uh, attest to – the way that I could take care of my body, uh, I got my yoga teacher certification in 2020, so I was teaching yoga classes in the community. That wasn't only benefiting the community, it was benefiting me, and then I just, the the medical staff in Florida State, they did a great job with my body and just keeping me prepared and ready to go week to week. So I think the, what, te- what people need to know is if they get me to come play for their team, then they're going to have somebody who's available to play on Sundays because... I take availability very seriously, and, you know, a lot of people say the best ability is availability, and I I can almost say that I'll always be available. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I assume, uh, are you, well, you're not training there now, but are you uh, at a certain facility getting ready for pro day, combine prep, all the things that go in with being in your position? Yeah, I'm at the Bomberito Performance System right now in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He has two facilities. I'm at the one in Fort Lauderdale. And I just can't speak enough to what they've done with my body just over the the small course of time that I've been there. The medical staff that he has at that facility is just top-notch. And then what Pete does in the speed department and how he's already helped me just uh, with my 40 techniques. I'm excited to get back down there and get back to work. And I'm so excited that uh, he even invited me to come out there. I was honored and humbled and ready to work. So shout-out to Pete Barbarito and his whole staff. Marco, Jeff Crutcher, uh, shout out to those guys, man. They do a phenomenal job. And, uh, and Pete is, and if, if you folks aren't familiar with uh, Bomberito's performance, Pete is one of the absolute best in the business. And you know it, you're there firsthand, but uh, the integral way of their thinking, it's just not say, hey, let's go do a, a jumping jack, let's do a push-up. I mean, there's so much science and thinking involved into it. It's, it's it, To hear him talk, 
it's it's almost like a professor a professor doing a lecture on something. It's just not say we're going to do cardio. There is so much that goes into it. You see it firsthand, and uh, I'm going to text you in the coming months. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to ask you how much you're looking in the mirror at yourself as you see the uh, transformation. Once again, Cameron McDonald here on the C2P, the standout Florida State tight end, making his path towards Los Angeles to play in that coveted NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, and he's currently residing down here in Orlando playing in the Tropical Bowl and doing everything he can to get to that next level. Uh, we have a few minutes left, but we always like to end the show with uh, three and out. A few off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Now, we're going to stick with Pete and the guys at Bomberito's place. Um, when you get back from the NFLPA game and you could become the trainer for one day, which one of the guys who work you out, who are you going to put them through a workout? Who do you want to make see sweat a little bit? And what are you going to make them do? Oh, I'm definitely going to put Pete in the workout because the intensity that he brings to the workout and what he asks the athletes <laughs> to do is not easy at all. So I'm going to put him through the workout and just let him go through it. I'm pretty sure he'll be able to he'll be able to smash the workout, but I just want him to I want him to sweat a little bit. Excellent. And how about this one? Uh, at Florida State, plenty of coaches. What coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? They would just go cuckoo nuts, though. You could catch a lot of hell if you got caught doing this during practice. Uh, coach Norvell has a lot of pet peeves during practice, but his primary pet peeve is body language or misassignment. But the intensity that he brings to practice and the way that he can get his guys to commit to the little things that have an intensity about the way that they work, the mental toughness, the, rig- the rigors of the program require a certain amount of mental toughness and the brotherhood that – he pushes on everybody is just phenomenal, but he does have a lot of pet peeves where he's like a ticking time bomb at practice and you kind of want to just steer clear. (laughs) Excellent. And then the final one, uh, as we approach this 2023 draft, and I know it might seem like a far away, but it is right around the corner. The weekend of the draft, you're with your family and friends. You're waiting to hear your name come off the board. could be the uh, Friday night or Thursday night, uh, but that week, the week of the draft, Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have specifically made, Cameron, as you celebrate this next journey into the National Football League? There's a lot of great cooks in my family, but I think that I'm going to do like a little combination effort right now because my mom, the way that she prepares spaghetti is just phenomenal, and it's something I've been eating my whole life, and I can eat it every day for the rest of my life. But I'm also (laughs) having my dad outside on the trail because – going to be a lot of mouths to feed a lot of people are going to be there just in support of me so i'm gonna put my dad on the grill outside just cooking something up and i'm gonna have my mom make some spaghetti actually my uncle owns a barbecue restaurant in long beach too called wrigley barbecue and grill he'll probably come through with some ribs and some links great food you're, you know what? I'm gonna have to. You're, you're somebody I'm gonna have to keep in touch with. I might be, uh, I might be uh, crashing your draft party camera. Just the food, food alone. Yeah, come on, like come, come on out, <laughs> boy. Come on out. We're gonna show you a good time, man. <laughs> uh, trust me. You never know with me. That's one thing. If you come to know me, you'll be like, man. I, I, we're joking around at the end of this podcast, and lo and behold, this. This guy showed up, so uh, don't count me out. Cameron, we're not going to count you out. You're phenomenal. You're on your way. Keep doing what you're doing. We always like to tell our guests, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we can't wait to see you excel in the National Football League. Stay humble, man. That's the biggest part. I appreciate you both. Thank you for having me on. Good luck in the future, man. 
Thank you. Once again, Cameron McDonald here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.